Welcome to the Closing Culture Podcast. I am your host, Sean Slaughter, real estate agent and investor. This real estate podcast goes on top of the roof, behind the wall, and under the flow to show you how real estate really works. How much money does it actually take in order to buy a house? Well, that actually depends on if you're a first-time home buyer. It depends if you're selling your house to move up. Um, it depends if you're selling your second house to buy an even bigger house. A couple of things need to be taken into account. Today, I want to talk just a few numbers. And hopefully, if you're you know, interested in buying a house, this will give you some clarity on how much money you're going to need to purchase that house. I'm not going to be talking about money to buy furniture or paint the walls or so on and so forth. I mean, if, if that's something that you want to do, then you go ahead and, you know, you set aside that number um, for yourselves. But I'm going to give you some numbers. That hopefully after you listen to it, you will have an understanding on how to buy a house. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the numbers and then I'm going to kind of give you what actually happens in real practice. Okay. So kind of stay with me. I'm going to walk you through it. It's all good. We're doing it together. All right. And you're going to know exactly how much you need to buy a house. All right. So I want to get the, the, the first, there's three pots of money and I want to get the first pot of money out of the way. I also want to give a disclaimer that I live in Virginia. I'm in the coastal Virginia area, the greater Hampton Roads area. And so I'm going to be basing these figures on what happens here in Hampton. Where you are could be a little different when it comes to the percentages. But typically the information that I'm going to give you is going to be pretty true to what it is. All right. So first part of money. When you first ratify a contract, and when I say ratify a contract, I mean that you submit a purchase agreement. You're working with your agent. They submit a purchase agreement to buy a house. This is basically a piece of paper that says, hey, we got a pre-approval from a loan company and this is how much money they're giving us. And this is how much we want to pay for the house. That's your purchase agreement. All right. And we're going to base these numbers on a $200,000 house just to make the math easy for me. I know you guys are math whizzes and math geniuses and but uh we're going to make it easy for you boy. All right. So here we go. First part of money consists of three things. Your earnest money deposit, your fee for home, and termite inspection and your appraisal fee. Let's go ahead and break each one of these down really quick and give you some prices. Earnest money deposit, when you submit that offer and that offer gets um, agreed on, I don't think even think I said that. When that offer, when the seller signs off and says, yes, we agree to do business with you. We agree to move forward with you. We agree that you're going to buy this house and we're going to sell you this house. 
and they sign that paper and you've signed that paper and your agents have signed that paper, that is called ratified, meaning that you are now under contract. The first thing that you have to do in Virginia is that you have to submit a deposit within two days. It's called an earnest money deposit. It's basically like, hey, if I just decide to pull out for no reason, you get to keep this money. That's pretty much what it is. In Virginia, that deposit amount on average is $500. Now, some people will put down $1,000 or $1,500 or $2,000 because they want to show just how strongly they want the house. Because they're basically saying, if I pull out of this house, you know, outside of any contingencies, if I pull out of this house and, and try to, you know, leave this contract for no reason, you can keep that large sum of money. But we're going to use 500. All right. So there's your first cost. Your earnest money deposit is 500. Secondly, you're going to do a home inspection, a home and termite inspection. Here in Virginia, I typically tell people the average house, um, let's just say under, you know, 4,000 square feet, 4,500 square feet, your home and termite inspection is going to cost about 500 bucks. It may cost, you know, 400 for the home inspection, and then 65 for the termite moisture inspection. Have about 500 bucks for that, all right? So now you're at 1,000. Lastly is your appraisal. And so the appraisal is ordered by your lender. Typically, that's gonna be about 600, 650 bucks, somewhere around that, all right? So for the first part of money, if you have about, you know, 1650, you know, let's just say $2,000. That money's going to be spent within the first two weeks after you ratify that contract. All right. So um, first will be the deposit. Then it'll be the home inspection and termite. And right around that home inspection termite, some people order it right, right then and there. Before the home inspection termite, some people order it once the home inspection and termite is complete. Okay. All right. Next two pots of money. Typically, it's going to be the, the, the second part of money is your loan down payment. Now, depending on the type of loan that you have, there's a different percentage of how much they want you to put down towards the house. All right. So we're using $200,000. Here in Virginia, if you get an FHA loan, um, it's going to be 3.5%. A lot of first-time home buyers in Virginia use an FHA loan because you only need a credit score of 580. That's right, folks. 580 credit score can get you a house with an FHA loan of 3.5%. So for a $200,000 house, and I got my little handy trusty calculator here. All right, so for a $200,000 house, 3.5%, of $200,000 is $7,000, okay? That's for an FHA loan. Um, for a conventional loan, it's between 5 and 25%. Um, conventional loans require a credit score of 700. And many, many different types of buyers use conventional loans. Um, one buyer that uses conventional loans frequently are investors. Because with a conventional loan, you can basically buy a piece of crap. All right. For investments Um, with an FHA loan, the house needs to be in a certain shape. They're not going to let their buyers move into a junky 
house where the wood is all rotted out and, 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 you know, the roof is halfway falling off. FHA loan ain't doing that. It's a government back loan. Now, there's two exceptions to this. In Virginia, we have something called the VA loan for veterans. All right. And so that $7,000, they don't have to pay. Because for a VA loan, it's a 0% loan down payment. That $7,000 is wiped clean. Another group of people, first-time homebuyers that qualify for the first-time homebuyer loan, which is an FHA loan, that down payment is also 0% with an asterisk. Basically, what's happening is they're taking that $7,000 and they're wrapping it back into the loan. All right. So you're going to pay. Um, it'll, it'll be a second loan and it'll be a second loan for seven thousand dollars. You'll have 30 years to pay that. All right. So it doesn't add much to your monthly payment. Um, some people are not cool with that because they don't want to finance seven thousand dollars for 30 years. Some people say, hey, look, I love it because it allows me to get into a home. All right. So um, those. Those are your, your first two pots of money, about two grand for your home inspection, deposit and appraisal, and then um, seven grand for your down payment. But if you're a first time home buyer or if you're a veteran, then that down payment, that loan down payment is zero dollars. If you're getting the FHA loan, it's seven thousand dollars. If you're getting a Conventional loan is going to be between five and twenty-five percent. I've seen people get conventional loans at three percent as well, three, three and a half, four percent. Um, so you can just kind of do the math, whatever the house price is and whatever the conventional interest rate they're quoting you, that's the second part of money you need. Last part of money, closing costs. So your closing costs are basically all the costs that are associated with closing this loan. Okay. That is what closing costs are. Closing costs have a, a, a wide ranging percentage. They can be anywhere from three and a half up to six percent. OK, it just depends on what people charge. Right. Your title company is charging you. Um, you know, you, you have uh, uh, insurance and taxes and, and prepaids on the house that, you, you know, you're going to pay anyway. But. Typically, they want those things paid up front, you know, your, your taxes and your insurance. They want that stuff paid up front. So it really just depends on the cost of things. But generally, it's about three and a half to six percent. Personally, I've seen it, you know, probably hover right around four percent. All right. So let's just use four percent. Your closing costs are four percent. On a two hundred thousand dollar loan. We're going to times that by four percent. That's eight thousand dollars. All right. I'm going to put an asterisk on that $8,000 because depending on the market, if you're in a buyer's market, meaning there are more houses than there are buyers and buyers are really desperate for you to buy their house because they don't want their house sitting on the market for 60 days, 70 days, 80 days, 90 days, they will do something called closing cost assistance. And if you have a good real estate agent, they can right in the contract. Hey, we want some closing cost assistance. Typically, I try not to get too greedy because I'm basically asking the seller to pay 
thousands of dollars of my closing costs, but I will ask the seller for about 3%. Okay. I'm going to ask the seller for about 3% in closing cost assistance. So if I'm asking the seller for 3% of that $200,000 for closing cost assistance, that means the seller is going to give me $6,000. Now, remember, our closing costs were $8,000. So $8,000 minus $6,000 from the seller. Now, all I have to do is bring $2,000 to the table. So let me kind of give a quick overview and let's let's go through what it's going to cost you um, if you don't get anything and what's going to cost you if you get everything. So if you don't get anything, right, the initial money that you're going to put down that, that you're going to uh, use for your home inspection and blah, 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 that's two grand. That's, you know, that's pretty much what you're going to pay. All right. Maybe a little bit. It's probably going to be cheaper than that. But that two grand is what you're going to pay. All right. Between fifteen hundred and two grand, let's just say that. Then you have the eight thousand dollars in closing costs. You have the seven thousand dollars in loan down payment. You add it all together that seventeen thousand dollars. And a lot of a lot of buyers come to me and they're like, "Man, I need. I thought I needed twenty thousand dollars. I thought I needed fifteen thousand dollars to close a house." And based on these numbers, they are totally a hundred percent correct. But it also depends on the type of buyer they are. And many people that come to me are first-time home buyers, And they say, um, well, the, at least the ones that think this, they're first-time home buyers, right? People that have bought a home before, they kind of understand, you know, what the deal is. So that's $17,000. But what I've been able to do for my first-time home buyers, the pandemic was different. I couldn't do it during the pandemic. Because it was a buying frenzy. It was a seller's market and sellers were getting anything they wanted to. Buyers were paying their own closing costs. Buyers were paying sellers closing costs. It was ridiculous. So for my people who are first time home buyers. Of course, they came with their 2000, right? For those upfront costs, their loan down payment was zero because they got a first time home buyer loan. And the. Seller gave them 3% towards their closing costs. So paid $6,000 of their $8,000 in closing costs. So my buyers, ideally, if you add that up together, $2,000 plus zero plus $2,000 in closing costs because of the closing cost assistance, you're coming to the table with four grand. If you're a first time home buyer, you're listening to this and you're like, impossible, Sean. There's no way I can buy a house. I got the right credit score. Uh, I should have mentioned um, the FHA loan is 580. The first time home buyer uh, FHA loan is a 620 credit score. Okay. FHA 580 credit score. First time home buyer um, FHA loan is 620. The uh, VA loan Credit score currently is 650. And like I said, conventional is 700. So you come to me like, Sean, I got a 620. You're trying to tell me all I need is four grand to buy a house? Yep. That's all you need. All you need is four grand to buy a house. If you get the closing cost assistance and if you do the first time home buyers. And even if, let's just say that you don't do the first time home buyers program for whatever reason, you just do a straight FHA. 
and you do three and a half percent. Right. I forget what the number was. I think it was seven. Yeah, I think it was seven times three point five. Right. So let's just say you get. You got your two thousand plus you're going to pay seven thousand dollars for a down payment. So that's nine thousand right there. But you get closing cost assistance. Um, You get six thousand of the eight thousand dollars towards your closing cost. Right. Altogether, that's still nine thousand dollars. That's still under ten grand to buy a house. All right. To buy a whole house, to become a a homeowner, to have something that you can eventually sell and give money to your kids or pass down to your children or uh, sell and, and, and use that money as your house increase in equity. You can sell it and use that money to uh, move to a bigger house. Right. But those are the real numbers, guys. Hopefully that helps. Um, be sure to follow me uh, at Sean Slaughter Home on Instagram for all kind of home tips. You can also follow me on TikTok, the Sean Slaughter. I appreciate you guys listening. This is Closing Culture.